Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. T. How are you, my love? I'm great. It's the finale! It's the finale! (laughs) (laughs) Boy, howdy is it, though. Um... I mean, I've never, for this show anyway, been so, like, ready to watch the next episode. (laughs) That's true. That's true. But this has, like, that Grey's Anatomy soap opera feel to it. Does it? Explain what you mean by that. You know, like, there's a real cliffhanger. (laughs) Dude, it's a real fucking cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. Everything else has always been bullshit. I'm like, oh, they're really giving into this. And they're actually doing a pretty okay job. It's not the worst. It's really not. Oh my god! Yeah. First of all, let me let's just go on record and say my prediction was incorrect. Annie's dad does not die in this I know. episode, which means that like they're just never gonna address it. Like, I, how do you? What I do don't you, know. I want them to. We never got like a in loving memory of Graham Jarvis. Even like what the hell, yeah, son of heaven? Let's That's Grandpa P. Charles, man. Let's be real. He was fucking sweet. You want to see him? Imagine he wasn't though. What if there was a scandal we don't know about? Like he was a total dick. Oh god. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. No. We're not going to talk about no, that. No, let's, let's not go there. Let's not go to dark times. Let's not and say we didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so let's just dive right into it. So this is episode 722, Life and Death, part two. Yep. The Amazon Prime spoilie is, Jesus, a fucking spoilie. Lucy fears that she is pregnant. Not so much of a spoilie. Yeah. Mary confides in Lucy that she is married. No! Like, fuck you, Amazon, for saying that right now. Because we wait the fucking 40 minutes exactly. to find out that it's fact. Like, yeah, you find you find out like more than halfway. Like literally 40 minutes into the episode is when we find out what Mary's big secret is. Man. I know. <sighs> Who the uh, fuck is a husband so though? So annoying. <laughs> I know. That, oh, so many opinions about that. So the DVD description actually did did us a solid here. I probably should have just only read this one. Is Ruthie officially becomes a woman and Chandler confronts his father. Mary reveals shocking news. Meanwhile, Lucy nervously takes a home pregnancy test. Okay. I feel like that's yeah. a good, a vague enough description of yeah, the episode yeah. where you're like intrigued, but you're not like giving away anything. Exactly. You know? Dumb. Anyway. <laughs> the hell is the husband? Anyways. Dude. Uh, so many things to talk about. I know. First thing we have to cover is like, or not cover, but like we have to say that there's like five or six storylines happening know. in this It's episode. exhausting. <laughs> it's truly exhausting. Like literally, there's like maybe even more than that. Like if we were to count them off right now, there's so many things happening in this episode. Um, but my heart goes out to Lucy and Kevin. Oh, mine too. Well, but what do you mean by that? Why? Because like... Lucy, you're so scared. You're not telling him. Okay, can we just talk about that? Why is she so scared about it? I don't know. Like, she's acting as if it's like this big shameful secret. It's like, bitch, no, it's not. It's It's, not shameful. It's early, sure. You know, maybe you guys are a little too green or whatever, but like, you're perfectly fine. Like, you're married. This is the husband that you love. I don't, I think. No one's going to talk shit for you for getting married. No, I don't think. I mean, for getting, for having a baby. That's not it. In my opinion, I think it's because she is not ready. No, she, for sure that's she's what not it ready. is. But the way she's acting is like, like 
why why can't she tell Kevin? Like, I don't understand what I this know. hold up is. I like, know. I feel like, bad. If anything, Kevin is going to feel just like that about, like, you know what I mean? Like, if anything, Kevin and you could go through that together of like, oh my God, we're not ready. What are we going to do? Like, all that shit would be so much more fulfilling, like, if you were doing it together. I know. You know? I, I, I agree. I I really wanted her to confide in him and to tell him, <sighs> I'm freaking the fuck out. I don't know what's happening. But she doesn't. She doesn't. And leaves him in the dark. And, and in makes fact, him. she makes it really awkward between them. Yeah, she makes... Yeah, it makes things worse uh, between them. Like, I just them. need alone time right now. And yeah. the, the, you, poor Kevin's like, what, are you going to leave me? Like, yeah. that's... I must be what he's thinking. Because she's being so weird. She's definitely being weird. But I can understand also being scared out of your fucking mind and not wanting to tell anybody. Yeah. She's, but then, if that, if that was the case, wouldn't the first thing you do is run and get a pregnancy test? She fucking waits like a year and a half to get a pregnancy test. Like, well, if she's that freaked out about it, it's like, no, just find out. Find out immediately. So then you know if you're freaking out about something real or not, you know? I, I, I agree with you're being very pragmatic and logical. And I 100% agree with this. But I really think that ridiculous Brenda Hampton wanted us to understand Lucy is so scared and doesn't know what's going to happen. I really think this is what they wanted us to feel. Yeah, you're probably right. But I'm with you 100%. Bitch, just... Go to the pharmacy or like go to CVS. Yeah, it's like, it's like, okay, fine. You don't want to tell Kevin right now. Okay, whatever. But take the test like immediately. Yeah. So you know. You've been home all day. All day. You've been home all day. Just go take the test. Yeah. Figure it out. But then, meanwhile, she has to deal with the full, full fucking Tara Lipinski drama. Oh. T, oh my God. I literally, it was a roller coaster of emotions. Like, when, when, when they first asked her to stay, I was like, no, that means she's staying. Exactly. And then she leaves, and I was like, oh, thank God. And then she comes back, and I'm like, no. I was like, I'm going to have to deal with this character again. <laughs> oh my God. I really did not see that coming, and I am not prepared. What I does this mean? I cannot handle Tara Lipinski in season eight. But what does this mean for Simon, Simon and, and Cecilia? Cecilia? Oh, dude, I don't even know. I want to play the clip. Of Cecilia okay. confronting Simon and oh, Tara let's do in the it. hallway. You're taking me to prom. Isn't there something I can do for you? Bitch. Simon. Hi, Cecilia. Hi, Cecilia. <laughs> Did you hear Simon and I are going to the prom? I heard. You're not upset, are you? Nice Bitch. tell. <laughs> Wait, you don't think. If you knew what I thought, you'd be running right now. Don't get the wrong idea. Yeah. Nothing is going on. Yeah. Simon is just taking pity on me. Yeah. But if you're not comfortable in any way with our going to prom together, then we just won't go. What I'm not comfortable with is you, Christine, standing in the hall, wearing a towel, talking to my boyfriend. I'm just waiting for the bathroom. Busy household. Don't you have a robe? I don't have a lot of things, including a place to live. Which is why I'm here. I I really, really, really hate everyone's tone (laughs) and this stupid conversation. Okay, but Cecilia's the only person who I I can side with in this moment. Simon, you're stupid. Simon's being a little fucking bitch. Like... Like, I'm sorry, but he's into it. I really believe that Cecilia, that if Cecilia had not bursted into that hallway in that moment, he was going to lean in and kiss her. Yeah. 
for sure. The way, I think so. the way he had like his hand on the wall, like hovering over her and shit. And she's all like playing with his shirt. And I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not the biggest fan of Cecilia, but I don't know the worst fan of Tara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. And hearing her voice, she sounds so condescending, patronizing. <sighs> it's just prom. Isn't there anything I can do for you? Uh, leave. How about you don't think that something's happening to you? Oh, God, we're going to prom together. Ugh, gag me. I just just ugh. I don't know. I'm I'm I think this is a stupid storyline. Well, not to mention the fact that we then find out. Oh, you know what? I'm just going to play it. OK, because it's whatever. It's funny, I guess. Uh... But I did want to mention something about Christine. I know her, and I think you might want to know how I know her. How do you know her? I met her at the police station. With Mike, the police officer she's dating? I don't think so. I mean, she dates a lot of guys, but not cops. She's what you might call a professional dater. <laughs> a professional dater. dater. He says that phrase like 15 times in this episode. I'm like, is there such thing as a professional dater? Well, just call her an escort or a hooker, well, okay? Lucy's the one who finally does just say hooker when yeah. he's when he's telling when she's telling him like, you know, you have to tell Simon and he's like, "Do I?" Yeah. <laughs> and um and he's and she's like, "Yeah, you have to tell him he's going to prom with a hooker, you know?" Um but yeah, so she's a fucking hooker. Yeah. And I just, first of all, I don't believe it. Like, I'm looking at Tara Lipinski and I don't believe it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she just looks like the girl next door or whatever. Very cutesy. And so what's her deal? So she just, so, like, I, I'm still trying to understand how, how it was that she came to be living at the Camden house. Like, like she just, she was homeless forever and then just one day she was like, I know what I'll do. I'll go live with the Camdens. Yeah. Like I don't know how she figured that out. I don't know how she figured out that this Christian family yeah, yeah. is going to accept her into their home and give her a place to stay and blah, blah, blah. So crazy. Like, what? She thought she was going to be, ado- I mean, they did adopt Robbie, but That's did true. they think that this That's was going true. to happen again? Oh my God, is she going to be around? Oh my God, T. The thought of it is making me want to throw up. (laughs) Honestly, like I'm truly nauseated right now. (laughs) Viewers, like listeners, remember when I mentioned how I don't like athletes being part of this show or any show? Vividly. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) This is why when you give them a career in something that they're not supposed to be in. I just, I don't care if she got an acting coach. I don't give a shit. She just shouldn't be there. Literally. So, okay. So Simon, okay. Matt has to tell Simon, spoiler alert, Matt's back in this episode, guys. But it's the best part. I know. We'll talk about that. (laughs) But Matt has to be the one to tell Simon because Kevin tells Matt and then blah, blah, blah. So then Matt pulls Simon aside and is like, by the way, she's a hooker. And he's like, okay. And then he takes it upon himself, Simon, to offer her to stay and get her life back on track. Yeah. And she's like, well, if, if everyone's okay with that, then I'd love that very much. And he's like, yeah, it's a good thing. And then she leaves. She like disappears. Yeah. Then literally not, but two minutes later, there's a knock at the door and she's back. And he's like, I'm glad you came back. She's like, well, if everyone's okay with it, I'd love to stay. And it's like, bitch, we already told you it was, what are you talking about? 
And did anybody say that it was okay? Well, I don't know. But like Simon did, which is all that matters right now, you know. Mm, does it? I don't know. That boy doesn't have <laughs> clear judgment. I'm pretty sure Annie's going to want to approve that one. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. Um... Yeah, dude. So that's the story of Tara. I just I, her name isn't. I call her Tara. What's her name? Christine. 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 Um, that'd be funny. If her I name actually is. don't like that name, Christine. I don't. I have a very good friend named Christine, and I love her, but I don't love that name. I think it's because it's my middle name, and so I'm sort of like conditioned to like not love it. What about know? Christine Daye? What was her last name? Daye. Yeah. yeah. No? Yeah, okay, I mean fine. she's all right. She's all right. I like I like to sing her part. <laughs> <laughs> um one time it's total sidebar, but one time um my favorite thing to do is take songs and then like sing them in a in a way that's like not the way it is. So like so like I'll take like a like a opera or like a musical song and, okay. I'll, and I'll make it like a country song. Or you like or I'll, <gasps> I'll put like a twang on it or whatever. That'd be fun. My favorite thing to do ever is there's a moment in Phantom of the Opera where um she says to Raul, like gather your fine horses and be with them at the door. Yeah. And I love to sing that line like a Disney princess. <laughs> <laughs> It's truly uh, one of my best moments. <laughs> I have to listen to this. Phantom of the Opera? No, oh, you. Oh, me. <laughs> it won't be on the air, y'all, but it might be in the Heaven Hut special. Just saying, patreon.com slash for heaven's sake pod. Ooh, I like so. it. Slick. <laughs> so that's the story of Tara. Are we done with Tara? Can we just put that shit to bed? Yeah, yeah I'm done. I'm okay. done. I was done. I know. I, I, I've been done. Yep. <laughs> um. Okay. So, meanwhile, Eric is still in New York, right? And he's mm. actually, like, heading home. He and Matt are going to come home together. Yes. Um, and he still thinks that old white hair man is Chandler's dad. Yep. So he's talking to that same nurse in the hallway that told him initially that Matt's having a baby or whatever, mm -hmm. that same little chatty nurse. Uh, we should all know that nurse has also been on The Simpsons and, oh, I know that. and Teen Witch, which was who was she in teen witch she plays the art director oh my god that's right yeah. like the stage person mm -hmm. like this drama teacher the, the drama teacher yes, yeah. yes 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 see that's a movie i've seen i fucking love <laughs> that movie that. yeah <laughs> supersonic idiotic disconnected okay <laughs> you know go on no 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 <laughs> um so anyway so he's in the hallway talking to her like waiting for matt or whatever so that they can leave you know and well i'll just play it if you'll excuse me, I think I want to talk to Mr. Hampton once more before I leave. Well, that's not Mr. Hampton. No, that's the man Mr. Hampton insists on sharing a room with. No, Mr. Hampton's a big guy. Oh, scary guy. Big, scary guy. Everybody in the hospital knows who Mr. Hampton is. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. Eric, like, how did you not figure this out when you're usually, you know, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, he's usually so spot on with shit, but he's like, no clue. So he's like, that's not Mr. Hampton. And the nurse is like, nah, brah. <laughs> Who's been pouring their heart out to me for the past two days? <laughs> so then he goes to Dan Loria. Yeah. And is like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And they start getting to a screaming match in the hallway where 
Dan Laurie is like, I'm not going to see my son. You can tell him to go fuck himself. Like, da da da. I like the screaming match. I, 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 I kind of did too. The only part, well, I'm just going to play it, but the only part that I don't have because I cut it out because it's stupid is when Dan Laurie is like, I've never punched a priest before, but I'm oh, yeah. happy to start now. And then Eric comes out and goes, I've never punched a dying man before. Like, really? You guys are grown ass men in your yeah. 50s. Like, well. get a grip. Look, I just hired that old guy to get you off my back. Who are you? I'm someone you don't want to make mad. You don't scare me. Well, I should. Yeah, why is that? Let's just say I can make you very uncomfortable. Are you threatening me? Yes. What do you want from me? (laughs) I want you to talk to your son. I can't do that. I won't do that. Why? For the same reasons I had that old man tell you. And for other reasons that are none of your business. I'm not leaving here until you agree to talk to your son the hell does that mean i'll camp out in this hospital if i have to I, and when you get released i'll follow you home I, i'll dog you day and night I, really trust me i'll be i'll become your worst nightmare <laughs> my worst nightmare huh that's a tall order look um if i agree to talk to my son not see him talk to him on a phone you'll leave shake on him <laughs> He scared me in Wonder Years. He scares me now. I mean, he's truly phenomenal. And it wasn't until he and Chandler are in the same room. I was like, dude, they kind of look alike. I see it. Or like, yeah, you can see them playing father and son. Yeah. There there was something there. I was like, dude, yeah. Like, yeah. This This could work. Yeah. Um yeah, but Eric's so voice. Eric, oh my god, when it cracks, it's twice the greatest fucking thing. Who that's are ever you? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Eric's best line ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh man. Um, so then, yeah, so basically, like, Eric, like, hustles Dan Loria into agreeing to talk to Chandler or whatever. Mind you, Chandler is on his way to New York unbeknownst yeah. to either of them. Yeah, because he because his dad, Andrew Hampton, agrees to having a phone call not to see him. Right. Well and Eric doesn't know that Chandler's coming. Yeah, exactly. So he you know, tries to get a hold of him. I don't even know what happens, but like basically Chandler shows up. Does he even try to get a hold of him? I don't even think no, so. No, but basically what ends up happening is Chandler calls Eric after yeah. he's after he's already talked to his dad. Chandler calls Eric and is like and he's like, I'm in New York and Eric's like, What? Yeah. <laughs> and then and then Chandler like like thanks him. Thanks Eric like for everything, for having, you know, met him and for doing this and for, you know, helping put these two back in the same room together and whatever. But I also love Eric's reaction to Chandler on the phone. He's like, what's going on? We're talking. Aw. Like, yeah, like Eric has that reaction, like I as the know. viewer does. And then it's really cute too, because Chandler's like, like, I got to talk to Roxanne. Like if he, for some reason, Chandler confides basically that he wants to fuck Roxanne to Eric. Uh, yeah, dude. And like he's like, he's like, I got to ask her something real bad or whatever. And then Eric's like, okay, we'll talk when you get back. Like, yeah. I loved that little moment of like, all good, buddy. Go ahead. Go be with your dad. Like, yeah, it's, it's cute. How far they've come, you know? And I love that conversation. With him and his dad? Yeah. I'm going to play it. it may, well, just just the end of it, after they've, like, yelled at each other, each other. And, like, you know, the dad's like, hey, man, like, I'm the one that's dying here. I have the hard part, whatever. And Chandler's like, you think this is easy for me? You know, yep. like, like, but I'm here and, like, whatever. And he's like, well, I didn't ask you to come. And, like, all this, like... They're, like, getting it all out, yep. you know? And then this happens. What? 
What if we could just start over right now? Forget the past. Could you do that? I don't know. Could you? Well, I could give it a try if you're willing to give it a shot. Okay. Okay. Are you uh, still like the Yankees? Came all the way out here just to talk about the Yankees. <sighs> Why not? <laughs> I'll tell you the future of the Yankees. First base coach. First base coach. <laughs> They're cute. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like I mean I don't know. First of all, I didn't know that si- um, Simon that Chandler's dad had cancer because it, it was so funny too because like as he's like talking to Eric or whatever, I'm like, Can I, what is killing his dad? Cause he doesn't look sickly or anything. Yeah. You know? Not yet. Anyhow. And then, and then they say it like within like, like within the minutes, like a second later, they were like, I've never hit a cancer patient. I was like, Oh, okay, I guess it's cancer. Okay. <laughs> but Funny. like, but the way that they're making it sound is like, he's literally on his deathbed and it's yeah. like, not quite there yet. No, he's not you know? there yet. No. And, which oh, which means like it's good which means like Chandler still does have time to like maybe really reconnect with his dad and like yeah. you know maybe I hope so have some sort of a catharsis moment you know before he leaves I just want Sid to come back for another episode Dude, uh. I just want him to like you know stir the pot a bit that's but, all but what pot he and his dad have a great relationship oh I I know I just like him to like mess with the Camdens for a bit sure, 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 that's sure, all sure. But then, yeah, so then you mean you want Sid back in Glen Oak? I do. I kind of want to see what happens when Chandler and Roxanne, like, really get it on. And then Sid comes back and maybe oh. it's a little, like, trippy-dippy or whatever. I know. You know? Like, like he's the more turning Oh, that brother. would be a fun episode. That would be fun. But I just I just think Roxanne's, like, too smitten by Chandler. Like, yeah, I, I don't so. think she'd ever, like, be suckered into Sid, honestly. Let's talk about that final moment, though. So he comes home, and they walk into her house. I'm guessing that's her house, right, that they walk into? Is it her house? It must be, because it's not his house, because it's a beautiful fucking facade. Okay. It it almost looked like Cecilia's house, but then I was like, but Roxanne, so it can't be. Um, So they walk into her house, and she's like, she says something like, oh, I noticed you uh, brought your suitcase in. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, well, I didn't want to leave it outside in your convertible. (laughs) And then he, like, kisses her and stuff. And he and then he says, I literally thought he was going to propose in this moment. Yeah, that's what I thought. But He says, he says, let's do the thing that we wanted to do since we first laid eyes on each other. Yeah. And then like kisses her. And we're supposed to we're led to we the audience are led to believe that like he's talking about having sex. That's what I was thinking. Because She gets all like coy kind of and then it cuts and we never go back to them. Like we don't know what they've done or haven't done. Well, good for them. I hope they do, but I hope that like it doesn't get weird or I hope that Roxanne doesn't get all like weird about it because she's the one that wa- has wanted to have sex yeah. with him forever and then Lucy got in her head and now she's doing this whole hard to get thing but it's like cards on the table she's been wanting to fuck Chandler since yeah. like yesterday like since the day negative 1 or whatever. I don't know. You know? I kind of like the the balance of Chandler of like this like good in the sense of like in the Christian in the, yeah, yeah, in the yeah, eyes yeah. of like Christians like a good person but also like well 
come on. He's you he's know, he, very much like a dude, you know. Yeah. Like, he, he's 23, dude. Yeah. It's hard for me to reconcile that because the man is like 40 easy, yeah. you know. <laughs> like, But like the character is supposed to be 23 years old. Like he's younger than Kevin. <laughs> like what are we talking about? What? Okay, I'm, I'm going to admit this. But once <laughs> at my cousin's wedding, the priest at their wedding, uh-huh. he's so beautiful. It's oh, stupid. No. It's stupid. And I'm looking at him. He has like he has like Matt's hair. Oh, like now, like short hair. Matt? No, no, no. Like long, long beautiful. But imagine, hair, imagine like silver fox kind of thing. Ooh. And it works on him. And he's so sweet. And he's so sincere. And Ugh. then whenever he like fl- not flips his hair back, but whenever he like combs it back oh, with his hair, I love that. Yeah. And I'm looking at him, and I was, all I'm thinking is. Why am I having terrible thoughts about a priest? How old was he? Oh, he's married. So how old was he? <laughs> I, I, early 40s. Oh, okay. Early 40s, okay. mid 40s. But he's just such a handsome man. Yeah. And I'm looking, I was like, this is stupid. Why are you looking at him? Oh, <laughs> fuck. I just, there's something about an older man, man. Oh, always. God damn it. Anyway. Always. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's where we leave things off with Chandler and Roxanne is like, did they, didn't they, will they, won't they? Like, oh, my God, it's so exciting. <laughs> just just tell me that they did. I, I hope they did. But I also oh, yeah, like, guys, we don't know what happened. We hope they did. Well, I we don't know. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm just saying. I'm like, like wait, do you know? No, no, there's <laughs> we like this show has left cliffhangers in many in storylines in many storylines it's not just the final two minutes like almost every storyline is a cliffhanger basically so yeah we don't know with the exception of matt basically we don't know simon and cecilia's Mm -hmm. story and with roxanne and chandler Mm -hmm. we don't know what happens Mm -hmm. if he proposes or if they just you know i hope i really actually do hope that like the like the jump come next season is not that he was talking about sex it was that he, he gets down on one knee and proposes i really actually do hope that's what it is i know because i really want them i i, I kind of want to see their relationship through like yeah. i want to see all of the tropes and things f- be fulfilled for Dude, them are, but are they in this show till it's over i don't know i don't know and i don't want to find out because okay. i love because i kind of want to be surprised and see what happens okay all right i don't know i'm i'm with you I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's talk about Lil Ruthie and Peter. Oh, Lil Ruthie and Peter. <laughs> oh, she was so mean to Lil Peter. Lil Ruthie and Peter. Well, Peter's like barely in it, but like. Just in a phone call. Yeah. So we open the episode on, well, actually, it's like, it's like one of the first scenes of the episode is basically the, the aftermath of like, they've come home from the pharmacy where they yeah. bought tampons, right? And he's, um, but Lady J, yes, aren't you curious about how Ruthie has been covering this shit up for the past day or two? I'm just guessing, like, shit ton of toilet paper. <laughs> I mean, do what you gotta do, girl. <laughs> I know, but oh man, yeah, like, nah, honey. But like, I'm what I and I, so here's the thing is, I don't, I don't know this, but like, your first period is it that bad? I would assume so. What do you mean? You don't know? I remember mine. It wasn't that great. <laughs> really? Oh, it, I think it varies. I guess that's true. I think it depends on the person and whatever they went through. But it was 
no it's like yeah it's like i get i i know what you're saying but i guess i just i'm just trying to be like I'm, I'm, I guess I'm apologizing for the show or whatever, but I'm like, I can see where like, but I was a total, just, you know, I was a total fucking Ruthie in your life. Oh right, right yeah. When this, happened to you, when this happened to you. Yeah. <laughs> I got in the car and I was just pissed at life. And Wait, my, what do you mean you got in the car? Like, oh, like in the morning on the way to school or something? No, no, no. no. Like I, worst way, dude. It oh like my God, in the middle of the school day. It did. Oh. After PE. Oh no. And like, you, <laughs> dude, that's like Carrie waiting to happen. Yeah, dude. And so whatever. Um, and then I I told my mom, and she was about to have a conversation with me, and I said, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> that's all I said. I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. You told your mom. I, well, I can't. Here's the thing. I'm fuzzy about this part of my memory. I really think my mom found out from the school. What? Because I didn't have anything. Oh, right. I didn't have anything. So you're like, what do I do? So I had to go to the yeah, nurse and be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I need that shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, totally. And so th- I think this, I definitely think that the school notified my mom. So when I got in the yeah. car and she, and like, she was like, do you have anything to tell me? <laughs> basically. And I said, we're not talking about it. And I looked out the, out the That's window. That's so cute. Fuck no. I actually have a really horrific story for myself like watching ruthie talk to eric about it i was like oh my god like i was like having i was being triggered (laughs) so here's the thing i'm very open about this so i don't actually care i just don't want to make this a big dramatic thing i have pcos polycystic ovarian syndrome it means that for my entire life until about two years ago, I'd never had normal periods. I maybe had six periods my entire 28 year life and didn't think or care or know why or was just like, okay. I don't have to deal with it. I don't give a fuck. Um, so but that being said, I did have six periods in my life. Right. Yeah. So the first one was I was young I don't know maybe like 13 12 ish maybe like Ruthie's age you know maybe a little bit older I was 11 oh I'm sorry (laughs) 28 bro (laughs) um so anyway so I was like maybe a little bit older than like Ruthie is or whatever and it was a time where so I have I have two younger siblings, but if I was twelve, they were like young. You know, they were like kids yeah, that were yeah. like already in bed. And my and my parents and my thing that we would do is because they had this little TV in their room, and we'd watch like you know like Friends reruns at like ten o'clock at night or whatever, like That's in so their room cute. together. You know, like they they they'd like sit on their little lazy boys and stuff, and I'd be like on their bed, and we'd like watch, or sometimes we'd watch a movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so this particular night. Um, we were wa- we were watching the matrix oh. i remember I, it's like so it's seared into my brain yeah. we were watching the matrix i fell asleep on my parents bed and i was wearing like a nightgown like so like not pants let's put it that way yeah and um fell asleep and my nightgown had like hiked up like over my ass or whatever and my parents are like waking me up so i can like go to my own bed cuz like the movie's over and like they need to sleep or whatever and and so like I, I move and like there it was in all its glory, like oh, all man. over their bed and like super traumatic, not so much because of like the circ- like I mean, like whatever on your parents bed is pretty gross and like whatever. But like my dad was there and just like mortifying and like did not need that to happen. <laughs> you know so that's my story mortifying but you and your pops are like so fucking 
tight. No, dude. and we are. And 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 the, to, to my dad's credit, like he didn't even get like Eric gets because Eric's all like, "This is a wonderful moment," and da da da, and he gets all weird about it. Or yeah, whatever. my dad was just like he just pretended like it didn't happen, kind of thing, or not even that, but it was just like like he just didn't let it phase him, and so yeah. in that it didn't phase me either. You know what I mean? Nice guy. Yeah, that's my dad for you. But um, yeah, so that's my hilarious story. Dude. <laughs> and then cut to like 10 years later, I get my next period or whatever. <laughs> Fucking A periods, man. Yeah, I know. But um, I'm all good now, y'all. I'm on birth control. I'm regulated. It's all happy. <laughs> it's all happy. It's all happy. <laughs> I just shared like way too much of my life, but it's like I'm open about it. And I feel like people need to talk about PCOS because it's something yeah, I had it's... never even heard of until I was diagnosed. Literally had never even heard of it. Yeah. So I feel like and and it's apparently something that like a lot of women have. Yeah. It's not, it's not like this minority, like no. one in a million thing it's, or whatever. It's quite common. So, you know, fuck it. I'm, I'm ready to talk about it if anyone wants to reach out. <laughs> I'm like the PCOS PSA spokesperson. And if you have traumatic experiences, I'm ready to talk about it. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, Ruthie. So, um, Her period. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I just want to play this moment because it's so it's right after they've come home from the pharmacy. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're like they're they're up in Ruthie's room or whatever. Thanks again for going with me. Oh, no problem. But I think you should tell your mom what's going on. I think you should mind your own business. <sighs> Sorry. It's an emotional time. No apologies necessary. Well, thanks. I should get going, but if you need me, call. Thanks. Who is this boy? I don't know. He's the best. He's truly like a god among men <laughs> like he goes and he gets her the stuff that she needs and then he's so just uh, he's fuck just, he's so sweet he's such a good soul you know like he's just a kind loving kid you can tell yeah i don't know Ugh. I yes know. so cute Only- so cute so then annie you know because because ruthie is still like in bitch mode with everyone oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know like she's you know her secrets out with peter or whatever but like she hasn't told anyone else and like she's still in bitch mode and annie's the one who's like you know like what's been going on with your attitude or whatever and she's yeah. like nothing or okay? whatever and then cut to annie um goes up to talk to ruthie yeah. you know like that night or whatever mom i have to get through this chapter so you know i love you right yes you can tell me anything yes Is there anything you want to tell me? No. You're sure? Yes, I'm sure. I know. Know what? I know why you've been moody and emotional and why you want more privacy. I know you've started your period. Now, is there anything you want to tell me? I'm going to kill Peter Petrowski. (laughs) Here's the thing, though. Why did it have to be that Peter told Annie? Why couldn't it have just have been that Annie's motherly intuition kicked in and she figured it out herself? Yeah, I don't know why. Why did they have to throw Peter under the bus? Yeah, same. And <laughs> you're all same. <laughs> no, I agree. I still don't understand why Peter has to be the one to tell her. I I, I assumed Annie was going to figure it out. I when she says what she says here, like when she's like, "I know," I thought 
she just figured it out. Yeah. And even when Ruthie's like, I'm going to kill Peter, I'm like, but Peter didn't tell her. <laughs> you yeah. know? But then he did, I guess. Because Ruthie does confront him. And he's like, well, you know how you told my mom I smoked? And she was like, yeah, but that's different. Like, you were hurting yourself. And yeah. he's, like, he's like, yeah, but this is a big deal. And I felt like she needed to know. <laughs> I, I had um, big mouth in my head throughout the entire time. Which part specifically? Well, just in, like her being moody with her mom. We don't oh, call her yeah, mom yeah, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, just like being moody and like yeah. crying over everything. I was like, fuck. Dude, that is real. Yeah, that has to be real. I mean, we'll talk about this off air, but like all, all I'm going to say is like, I'm really in a way glad that those though like that moment of my life didn't coincide with my 13 14 year old self because yeah. like i just i can't imagine me being as crazy and as like bipolar as i am like throw in some hormones man like fuck that I noise know. like just fuck it <laughs> truly um oh they're the greatest (laughs) (laughs) dude honestly though being a woman is like pretty much the greatest i i I mean it comes with a lot of baggage and shit i know this i mean who look at me like breaking news or whatever but but truly like i I don't know i don't i love that i'm a woman like you know i i don't know i feel like i feel like i have this like this like edge you know on the world <laughs> this edge. not 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 an edge like you know what i mean like 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 i've got the edge yeah. on the world you know but i like lucy and ruthie's exchange in the hallway oh yeah i was like oh i know it was really cute she's all you knew and lucy's like yeah and she's like well why didn't you say anything yeah <laughs> giving like, me like you know wise <laughs> advice or whatever yeah, yeah yeah she's like well i knew that you'd come to me when you needed it and you know that's it yeah because let's be real it's always awkward in the beginning you're like fuck <laughs> the best is you look at everything differently once it happens you're like huh it's true it's true the best is so after annie's had this conversation with ruthie she comes downstairs yeah and she tells she kind of has to tell eric because like she's all like crying or whatever she's a woman became a woman yesterday a woman who doesn't want her mother Uh, uh, why are we using the euphemism became a woman because peter did so peter knew before (laughs) yes I love that the show was so self-aware as to be like, why are we using this euphemism? Yeah. Because it was all I could think about. I was like, why are we using this euphemism? Yeah. Like, ew, it's so gross. Thank you. Became a woman. Like, ew. Yeah, I really hate that. It's so gross. Especially because it's happening to girls lately or like, you know, like now times. (laughs) What am I saying? Contemporarily, girls are getting the, their first period younger and younger yeah like you know it's so scary. it's it's like shitty that we've equated that moment with like you're a woman get to reproducing you know like fuck off <laughs> like you're no. 12 you know no <laughs> no until she can hold a cocktail in her hand oh dude and make her own choice <laughs> yes and tell everybody fuck off oh fuck i feel like i feel like no one should get pregnant until they're old enough to be on birth control. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Like, I'm not saying you get on birth control. I'm just saying, like, because you know how you can't start it until, like, 16 or whatever? Yeah. I, like, my, my point is it's, like... It's, I guess no I guess you could start it as soon as you get your period right like even if that's at 12 oh dude it's crazy like yeah I've I've heard the craziest stories where like little kids little girls yeah if they get their period like the mom's nine like, and younger pill, pill pill no nine and younger the doctors most likely do prescribe birth control I'm like you're giving that to a nine-year-old? That's so fucked up. And I'm like, why the fuck is this even happening? I'm 30 and I'm like, I'm older than 30. And I'm like, I don't even know if I should be. And, and I'm taking it for medical reasons. Yeah, but know. I'm like, I don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Dude, I know. I like, I, I just, it's just fucking insane. I know. It, it really, like, I, okay, like I was 11 a month after my birthday, I got my period. Li- exactly yeah. a month after. And I'm 11. And I'm hearing girls that are getting their periods when they're seven mm-hmm. or nine. And I'm like... I know someone who got it at nine. It's so sad. I'm like, fuck, that's... No! <laughs> okay, but why, though? Like, why? It's too is young. It just because you're too young? But your body is not... Your body is telling you now is the time, you know? Like... No, fuck that. That's not That's not the case. You're not supposed to be going through that anytime but soon. But why? Who says? Not, everybody's different. Everybody's different, yes. But I mean, every body is yeah, different. Yeah, no, every body is different. But, like, you have to understand, like, this is outside factors that are influencing your hormones. This is plastic. Okay, this okay. is all that other shit. This, okay. Your body isn't actually ready for that stuff until like so you think you think it's all the shit that we're putting in oh 100 kick-starting the hormonal yes fuck i I buy that sounds right (laughs) that's my only thing like like it shouldn't happen that young yeah that's all yeah like from i mean 11 fucking sucked i can't imagine nine yeah, no, I know. That's the other thing is like, you know, your your body is is on its own clock, whatever. But it's like, imagine being nine and that's having what, to deal with that's that. That's what I'm saying. You know? Like, yeah. 12, 13. Like you're like, barely able to like keep your shit together like in yeah. life. Like, like let alone. preteen teens. Okay. But anything younger than preteens, I'm like, dude, that's too young. Like, that yeah, sucks. I agree. I agree. Like, damn it. I don't want you to hold that burden just yet yeah but but who said it's a burden it's not a burden that's the thing is we need to change the conversation around it you know what i mean and obviously i'm getting all on my soapbox or whatever and and i agree with you that i like i i think you're right in that it's it's being triggered a lot earlier in girls because of all the shit we're putting into our bodies and stuff but that being said i really feel like we need to destigmatize this whole thing because because it's the stigma around it that makes it feel like a burden which then makes it feel like oh my god you're so young like okay yes maybe you are so young and maybe like ideally it would have happened five years later or whatever but like but like now that it's happened it's not the worst thing in the world you you know you just gotta know what you just have to know it's all about education it's all about knowing what's happening i know and knowing how to deal with it and I, that's it and I, that's just it's a fact of life it's like peter says honey. it's a fact of life but it all i'm saying it fucking sucks dealing with those hormones at nine yeah yeah the that, hormone the this hormone is what i'm talking that fucking burden yeah, yeah let's yeah. be real the hormone part how of it. how emotion we were such emotional wrecks when we were 12 or 13 everything was a big fucking deal everything true the shoelace are wrong <laughs> like everything okay, so so again because having never gone through that right like yeah. my i guess my question is like so you're saying i'm not, you're not saying i'm asking the question yeah is it that as soon as 
you start your period, like, is that when the roller coaster of hormones starts? Or are you sort of already hormonal because of the that age of your life? And then also on top of it, you get a period. You know what I'm saying? Well, what, what did they say? God, there's been like so many studies of like when they say like women hit, like not women. I want to say when girls hit their like peak when it comes to confidence and supposedly it's when we're really young mm-hmm. like we're we're like nine or ten mm-hmm. like this random statistic but again i don't know how crazy that statistic is when it comes to like i don't know what how that study was done is it three thousand girls that they tested this on ten thousand right, right, right. uh, i'm just I'm, I'm just trying to figure out where you're going with this no like so already you are just being influenced, right? When it, whether it comes with television or whatever your your mother is doing at home or your cousins, you're already being influenced by that. Or you're trying to understand the world. Okay. Now, hormones brought in, it's completely different. If you bring in hormones on top of like your logical, like if you're like your brain is one thing, hormones is another. Okay, but let's not pretend that like hormones aren't already inside of us they are you know what i'm saying like like it's not it's not like you got your period and then there's a bunch of hormones showed up no but like (laughs) the trigger like even having okay so i'm speaking from my experience fucking like you are emotional like a week before your actual period you're fucking emotional you you cry at everything and anything it can be a commercial i i don't care what it is you'll cry or you get like the craziest cravings the craziest cravings. Mm-hmm. It's things like that. Like, like at the time, like when you're younger, it's a little confusing. Sure. And so nine years old, I would hate for a kid like teens. I feel like, all right, that's it. You're walking into that territory. It's coming at some point. It's going to get you. But when you're nine, I just feel like, no, nah, man, I want you to be a kid and not worry about it. Do you get what I'm saying? Like carrying a pad with you. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. That's my but, only thing. But wouldn't you argue that like even a teen is too young then? Like, I guess my point is, is like, where do you draw that line and go, this is the age where it's supposed to well, happen? I don't know if there is a line, but I was 11 when I got it and that fucking sucked too. Right, And most people are between the ages of 13 and 16 or whatever. You God, know? that, you know what? That's, I, fuck, I wish I was 13. No, okay, but my point is like, okay, we've, I guess I'm I'm struggling to like articulate what I'm trying to say, but my, I I guess what I'm really trying to say is like, I, I just think that like whatever age you are is the age you are that you get your period. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it is. It it is what it it is. And and it's just because on average it hits at your teen years doesn't mean that that's when it's supposed to. You know what I'm saying? I no, I I I 100% get that. And but when you think, don't want it, that's think, when it sucks. Well, but but I also think like who, I mean, who wants it? <laughs> okay, first of all, unless you're Lucy or whatever, but like but but <laughs> but, but secondly, like you know, like I think so like societally we've we've sort of conditioned ourselves to go, oh well you're 16, you're gonna get your period, you're gonna be a crazy hormonal crazy person. But like we could have conditioned ourselves as a society a million years ago to say that about nine year olds too. You know what I'm saying? I know. Like it's arbitrary. No. 
No, it's not arbitrary, dude. Damn it shouldn't it. happen when you're so young. Simple. But is that only because it hasn't or because it shouldn't? It sh- fucking shouldn't, <laughs> Lady J. It's too young. I don't know, man. I feel like we should open this up to the listeners. No, it shouldn't happen. We shouldn't. Little girls shouldn't be having their periods that young. They're, they shouldn't be physically maturing that that young or maybe really they maybe. shouldn't I, i'm not i'm not disagreeing with you i'm just you know throwing it's in not other... easy that's that's what i'm saying it, it is, is not but easy. life isn't easy bro 100 <laughs> like, but just like you're young doesn't mean it's gonna be easy 100 but but that's all i'm saying it's unfair and it shouldn't happen before you're 10 okay, after i didn't know we were talking about fairness <laughs> That doesn't matter, dude. I don't. I don't. I don't care how you label it. The game on me. No, I didn't change the game. I'm giving you a hard time. I know what you're saying. Um, I just. I don't know. I feel like we've probably talked about this enough. We probably (laughs) lost like 55 percent of our audience at this point. Um, especially because we still have so much to talk about. Um, so. Oh, and then basically, so like Eric convinces Ruthie because Ruthie's whole thing is like, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to make a big deal about this. I don't want to have a celebration. I don't want to have a dinner. Da, 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 da. And Eric's like, listen, dude, I get that. But like your mom and I have been there for, for every, every single one of your firsts. And this particular one is a biggie for a mother and daughter. Yeah. So I really think you might want to have something special to commemorate this moment with your mom. Why wasn't there an episode about the boys reaching puberty? <laughs> Well, Simon kind of like, you know, he had that whole phase with like bullshit boys and stuff. Not with daddy. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. More with like Matt and John or whatever. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so Ruthie's like, well, what am I supposed to do? And Eric's like, figure it out. So then she agrees to a non-celebratory dinner. Dinner, yeah. (laughs) We're not going to talk about me being a woman. celebrating. We're just going to dinner. And then, of course, everyone's in the hallway and, like, you know, she tells the boys and boys meaning, like, Matt and Simon and stuff and everybody, like, loves her and it's cute. I mean, whatever, you know. Yeah. You know, you got to know at some point or whatever. Dude, so. were you in love with her um, slippers? Not even slippers, dude. Uh, Ruthie's? Yeah. I didn't notice them. They were funny. I couldn't stop oh, looking at no. them. They were red as fuck <laughs> and high, like, platform, like, kind of. Oh, the, the thong. Yeah. She was wearing, like, the, like, the flip-flop with yeah. the platform. Yes, I did notice those. I was like, I definitely had a pair like that, right but in black yes 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 i had them in black too i was like oh i've worn those they probably had some sort of like a like a rhinestone Stone embellishment black. you know on, yep. the, on the part on that the shit's fucking part. real yeah totally so real fashion of victims um it's okay you only wear it at home though Mm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure more than when I got pedicures. <laughs> Just saying. Um, okay, so that leaves us with Matt. Basically, what happens other than oh, our lovely Rosina Wait, comes back. Rosina's back, just I like know. we were hoping for. I wish Richard was there with her, but like he I'll was take in it. Florida waiting. I'll take it. So, what happens is. Um, at this point, right, Eric thinks he knows Matt's pregnant. He's already told Annie. And Annie takes it upon herself to call Rosina. Damn it. So when Matt shows up at the house, Rosina's there waiting for him. And it's just like, it's just a really great yeah. scene. 
Come here, Daddy. Give me a hug. Oh. As soon as I found out, I called Richard. He's already in Florida, but he sends his love. And, I mean, I should be packing right now, but I just had to come over and congratulate you in person. Matt has no clue what the fuck is happening. It would be nice if Sarah was with you, but we'll see her in Florida, and we'll congratulate her then. Why are you crying? My baby's having a baby. I'm just glad the cat is finally out of the bag. The baby's out of the bassinet. Oh, Matt, we are just so happy. Sarah isn't pregnant. We we thought she was, but she isn't. Not pregnant? (sighs) 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 Sigh of relief. Well, that was close. A little too close. (laughs) Sarah is not ready to have a baby. Neither is Matt. Mm, I agree. Wait, wait, I thought you all were so happy we were pregnant. (sighs) What are you, nuts? You're in your first year of marriage and your first year of medical school. I I can't wait to be a grandmother, but I can wait. Me too. (laughs) You know what's nuts? You people are nuts, but I love you. And it's great to be back in the nut house. (laughs) I miss Matt. I miss him so much. I miss Matt saying, is this even a wallet? Oh, fuck. That was such a good moment. Dude, I don't even know if this is one. Like, it's so good. Oh, my God. I just love everything about that scene. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. The Like, the complete, like, facade they're putting on, and then they just let it all go the minute they find out she's not pregnant. Like, oh, it's God. so phenomenal. And Rosina just, like, crying and, like, freaking the fuck out, saying, Daddy, give me a hug, hug. and Daddy, give me a hug. And how much, (laughs) how much did you love her even more when she's, like, make, like, when it comes to ordering her drinks? Oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, dude. Because, because, so, so Annie goes up to talk to Ruthie and Eric's, like, coffee or whatever. Yeah. She goes, I think I need something stronger. stronger. (laughs) And doesn't she at some point like, oh, it's whenever they find out that Ruthie got her right. period that Rosina looks at uh, Eric and's like, you want to share I'll be right back. <laughs> because, of course, the only thing stronger than coffee they have at the Camden house is cooking sherry. God, like, I'm sorry. I get that. I understand that you guys don't drink or whatever, but like you don't even have a fucking bottle of wine in the house. Oh, come on. How did how did Aunt Julie find all that stash? <laughs> That's true. They had a whole liquor cabinet yep. back then. Yep. I guess that's when they got rid of it. No, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So good. Okay, hold on. We went through hold Simon. Mm-hmm. Simon, Cecilia, Tara Lipinski. Ugh. Okay, Christine. Uh, that's right. Roxanne, Chandler, mm-hmm. including Papa, Andrew, Hampton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, we're done with. Mm-hmm. Ruthie, we're done with. Mm-hmm. That leaves us with the sisters. Lucy and Mary. Yeah. Which the fucking spoilie gave it all away anyway. All right, guys. <laughs> so here's the deal. So when, when the, the minute that Lucy thinks she's pregnant, right? And yeah. Kevin comes home, she's like, I need to be alone. She runs to the phone and picks up and calls Mary, yeah. who doesn't answer. It's a voicemail or whatever. But she's like, okay, I know you did something stupid, but like, I need to talk to you yesterday. So like, figure your shit out and call me back. Yeah. So Lucy, uh, Mary goes to New York 
to yeah. try to f- catch Eric, Eric there, but then just misses him because Eric's already left. Yep. So then and she, she like cries. cries into Dan Loria's arms and then shows up in Glen Oak. Okay. The conversation that she and Lucy are having about yeah. her marriage, right? What do you make of the moment or the part where she says, do you think if dad can help me get it annulled, we don't have to tell mom? I don't know. What do you think that's about? I have no idea. I have no idea. I really feel like, and because also when she's crying in Dan Loria's arms, yeah. she says like, my family is going to hate me. Who did she marry? Who did she fucking marry, dude? Did she marry like one of Annie's ex-boyfriends or something? There was supposed to be a time where she was flirting with Ben. I know. I don't know. I don't know what the I, fuck yeah, happened. With, with Mary, I really I can't have no think. idea. I, I can't and imagine who it is. I'm, I'm happy that I don't know. Is it Robbie? No. Oh my God, T, it's Robbie. But why Robbie? Of course it's Does Robbie. Does he come back? No. Okay then. Of course it's Robbie. Why would it be Robbie? And why would she be having to get it an oldum right away? Robbie. It's, no, it can't be it can't be Robbie. It can't be someone where you're like, okay. It has to definitely be someone that's like taboo and like off limits and just like the worst thing she's ever done truly. Okay, but who was taboo? I don't know. I can't think of anyone. I don't I can't think about it. I don't know. What did she marry that fucking captain? The uh, pilot? Maybe. But Eric was the one who was so against it, not Annie. That's the thing, is like that whole line about like, you think if dad can help, mom doesn't have to know makes me think like Annie's gonna be about it you know i know but i i can't i don't know i know what you're saying and i hear you because that's exactly what happened but i don't understand Mm -hmm. who the hell this guy is i don't know it doesn't there's no clues and here and and the reason i and the same and i think you and i are both pretty astute so the fact that we can't figure it out makes me think like it's gonna be some rando that we don't know and has no the guy that ran her over again Maybe, but everybody was okay with her dating him because she. True. That's true. Annie was the one that chose him, or, Ma- or Eric was the one that chose him for her when they were making the guy their that list. ran her over. <laughs> oh, God, and it's, and it's clearly not someone who's like that outside of reality because Lucy's not too phased by it. Why couldn't it just be Ben and let's call I it know. a day? Fucking a. Seriously though, just call it a fucking so day stupid. and let it be Ben. This is what I'm talking about. Like it's it's not as if it's not bad enough that they've like basically put Jessica Beale in a position where she felt like she had to leave the show. Yeah. They keep shitting on her character. It's like, dude, like who cares anymore? Just let her be. So I <laughs> like, guess now we can assume that she's had sex. I think so. <laughs> she probably had lots of drunken sex, got married, and now is trying to get it on all. Did she marry in Vegas, you think? In Vegas, I don't know. I'm just assuming she's oh. a flight attendant. She probably ended That's up probably in Vegas true. at some point. Also, can you get it annulled if you've consummated the marriage? You're you can't. Not technically, huh? Technically, you'd have to you lie can't. and say you haven't. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine that shit? Isn't that stupid? Like we're living in 2018, and the state is like, if you fucked, you can't get it annulled, y'all. Wait, but like, I wonder what the. But fuck? I wonder now if there's actual time. Oh, more like a time lapse than like yeah. I, I wonder if that. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, yeah, certainly you can't get something annulled like 15 years later or whatever. Yeah, like I wonder if it's like what, maybe the first 24 hours, 72. I know, I think it's longer than that. I think it has to be. 
I like again, I have no idea. I've never gone through the process and I, I I've never looked it up because it's never been on my radar to look up these. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Obviously. It's not, it's, not like, it's not like we're worried about it on a day to day basis or whatever. Seriously, I don't know anybody <laughs> that's been married like, oh fuck, I made a mistake. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Um but I guess no, I don't I all I know is Mind you, I'm basing all of this based on an episode of Friends where, oh, right. where Ross and Chandler, um, Ross and Chandler, Ross and Rachel get married in Vegas and then they need to get it annulled nope. because it's a drunken mistake. Yeah. And then they try to get it annulled. But the first thing that the judge asks is, have you consummated the marriage? And then, and then when they find, when she finds out that they have, cause yeah. they got drunk and had sex, like obviously, then she's like, well, I can't grant this or whatever. So that's how I'm based. Like I base all of my knowledge and life about friends. So like just saying. It's a good way to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. That's, um, the so that's, the Mary, that's the Mary bomb. That's really it. And then, you know, we already know Lucy's a scared. She's pregnant. We know that from last episode or whatever. Yeah. So they walk the way that Lucy's face contorts when she's stealing herself to walk into the pharmacy is really cute. Dude, yeah. She gets this like, like determined look on her face. Like, okay, here we go. Yep. <laughs> and then she brings home the pregnancy test and doesn't take it. Like again, I'm like, bitch, just find out like what are you so afraid of and not only like you're sharing a bathroom i know and she doesn't even like hide it she just puts it in the cabinet like he's not gonna look there it's a white doggy bag man it's just <laughs> no, like, it's a white pharmacy bag yeah just even more telling and, uh, <laughs> all i'm thinking there's fries in that bag and you're just putting it under the sink which makes which tells me you're pregnant and also and also kevin's a cop like you're you're kidding yourself if you think he's not gonna get suspicious from your behavior and start looking in the medicine cabinet. Poor guy, like he he's like trying to go to sleep and cuddle with her, and she says she's like just sleep, sleep. <laughs> and like he gets all sad. And then finally, so they're going to this non-celebration dinner, yeah. and Lucy's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll meet you in the car. I just got to do one thing for us." I'm like, "One thing? You have to pee on the stick. Wait, wait five three, minutes. Yeah. Like one thing? She acts like she's I'll be right out. Like no." <laughs> and you know, so as she's looking at the stick, and we don't know the answer. Yeah, go ahead. Then air, um, the, the the we hear the doorbell. And Eric walks over to the door and Sergeant Michael. Oh my God, I totally forgot about this part. Sergeant Michael. What the fuck? Wait, who was standing next to Sergeant Michael? Lou. Okay, Sergeant Michael's and Lou. So it's obviously church related. Yeah, Sergeant Michael. It's not just like some tragedy has happened. It's obviously church related. Yeah, so everybody else has gone to this dinner. Uh, Eric and Lucy are still left behind. So Lucy's looking at her pregnancy test and... Lou and Sergeant Michaels are outside telling mm-hmm. Eric that we need to talk. And he said, oh, can this wait? I have somewhere to be. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're like, said, we should go inside and yeah. talk. And guys. If I have to guess, I think that's about Bink. Oh. If I had to guess. Oh. Because why else would Lou be there? Oh, Bink. I know. Oh, Bink. Or it's about fucking Chandler. Like he's got a record or something. That would be kind of rough. I know, but Mrs. Bink makes me hurt more. I don't know. And also, okay, say say Bink did die, right? Yeah. Would Lou and the detective be at his door? Like, True. right? Like, how, like, what? Yeah, what the fuck They make happened? it sound real fucking serious. Yeah, dude. Then again, it's a cliffhanger, obviously. When the guardian angel and the owner of the church come in. <sighs> Damn. Okay, but what I was going to say about Lucy in that moment when she's looking at the pregnancy test. So yeah. the character obviously has the answer in that moment. I believe but so. But we, the audience, do not. No. And 
her face is purposely designed to not give it away to the audience, right? Yeah. I was thinking as an actor, how do you do that? I How do you know. let your face not convey anything? I don't know. Cuz she's nailing it. Yeah. Like her face is literally just looking at the test because it's like, is her face of like, fuck, I'm not pregnant. It's this nothing. Sucks. I, I, I monitored it very closely. Her face is not giving anything away and it makes me wonder. Okay. So meta, right? I'm an actor on a set yeah. and my director has said, you're, you're going to look at this pregnancy test. Your face can't give anything away. Right. <laughs> but does Beverly Mitchell, the purse, the actor know the result at this moment? Does, has Brenda Hampton told her you're you're going to be pregnant next season or you're not going to be pregnant next season? How do you let your face not convey anything? I don't know. I mean, the actor's challenge, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. How do you act? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. It's it was a really good cliffhanger. I know. I think maybe for once they actually I, understood I what a cliffhanger it. was. I'm enjoying. Like I literally, I was this close to just hitting next. I was like, I, this and I was like, Lady J, calm your tits. You know how this show works. But like, yeah, dude, we're lucky so that close. we can only wait a couple days. Yeah, we don't about have to wait. You know, we don't have to wait three months. Whatever, but yeah, dude. Yeah, oh, that must have sucked for you guys. Imagine, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's like with shows we like now, right? Like, yeah. like with Jane the Virgin. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Fuck that show is so good. <clears throat> or Crazy Ex Girlfriend, another one of my favorite shows. That's another fantastic show. However, I still need to continue it. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not done. Mm-hmm. That's one that I feel like has definite binge quality oh 100 one because the season is, is very short it's only it 13 is. episodes or whatever and and because it, it it has that thing that i was talking about i think in the last episode where you know you go through some shit but by the end of the episode you're like ready to hit next yeah you know yeah don't you settle for me <laughs> tell me i'm okay patrick <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So, did we do it? I, right? I feel pretty good about that. I think so. All right, let's rate it. Two thumbs up. It was fun. Oh my God, me too. I hate Tara Lipinski be, for being on the show. I, don't, uh, I Okay, I don't hate Tara Lipinski. I just don't think this I character is necessary. I about the character. Yeah, there we go. I, I don't need this character in my it life. It to bums be me out that she's most likely going to be in this next season, or at least in the first couple of episodes of the next season. It really fucking bums uh, me out. Annoying, man. I know. I can't. Whatever. We're just going to power through it and hope that like Chandler and Roxanne get us through. <laughs> Guys, if you think I drank the Kool-Aid, I swear I didn't. But I mean, <laughs> we'll see what happens in season eight. I might just be mean again, but we'll see. So remember, I, I think I told you guys, or you guys, I, I think when we last spoke with, um, on our recap for season six, we I, I had said that one of our listeners or Instagram followers or something had mentioned that like six, seven, and eight are the worst seasons yeah. of the show. I mean... Which six definitely was worse this season. I'll save it for the recap. But like, if that's true, like, I what the fuck happens next season? Yeah, because look, like this season is isn't. We'll I, save it for the recap. We'll talk about all of our thoughts in the recap. Fine. I, I, I don't want to, you know, blow our load. Fine. In the <laughs> recap, we'll wand. talk more. <laughs> but yeah, no. For this episode on its own, definitely, I like two thumbs up. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, this episode. I I enjoyed it. And I I really enjoyed the the, the cliffhanger. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, they're actually leaving me hanging. Yeah, yeah. I said, okay. In a way that didn't feel like, oh, well, we, this is obvious or whatever. I really thought it was going to be wrapped up in a bow. It could go either way here, man. Yeah, (laughs) I really thought it was going to be wrapped up with, you know, a beautiful bow. I really thought that. Yeah, I, I was waiting for an answer, and I said I really it, was too. And I said it in the previous episode. I hope she reveals a pregnancy and blah blah blah. I know. And none I really, of that. I really did not think her pregnancy would be the cliffhanger of same, the season. Same. I, and for a minute there, I kind of almost felt like, oh my god, maybe this has all just been a red herring, and like Mary's pregnant and Lucy isn't. Oh, you know, for a minute what? I went there, but then obviously not. So. Well, actually, not obviously anything because Mary could be pregnant. We just don't know it yet. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah, for real. Please, that's not. For real. Oh, that'll be fucking hilarious. All right. Well, let's wrap this sucker up. Let's wrap this sucker All right. up. So, as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Podcasts, whatever the fuck, wherever you get your podcasts. All them places. You can follow us at For Heaven's Sake Pod on all the social media. Send us an email at For Heaven's Sake Show at gmail.com. Subscribe to our Patreon, become a Heavenhead, and get access to two bonus episodes we're calling the Heavenhead Special. It's our playtime. It's it's really playtime more it than really usual. Is. More than this show, yeah, if you yeah. can believe that. I know. Um, and truly, I mean, we pepper it with all kinds of fun things. Like, for example, you might hear me do Christine Die as a Disney princess. Ooh. Just saying. Um, so, yeah, you can head over to patreon.com slash for heaven's sake pod for that. And until next time, where we will be recapping the seven seasons. Seven seasons. <laughs> Bye. Bye.